Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause upon It's Wednesday, the middle of the week. Yes, we are continuing. Continuing our reading of Psalm 63, of course, exciting week going on. Election yesterday, they're probably still counting in some states for another day or two. Who knows? I Here's what I do know. There are no hanging chads in Florida. <laughs> That's right. We don't do that anymore. No, they have fixed that up. Fill it in, that up. fill it in. There, there are listeners of a certain generation who knows what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my friend Chad. And my friend Chad. <laughs> I want my name back. <laughs> so, we're in Psalm 63. I was just going through my Bible's shelves. Yes. I, I, have, I have multiple Bibles on multiple shelves. You, and this is not bragging, folks. This is facts. There's <laughs> so many Bibles. <laughs> I came across one that uh, I haven't spent a whole lot of time in. It's from the Jewish Publication Society, an Old Testament based upon the Masoretic text, which most of ours are based on the Masoretic text. But I thought, well, I'd I'd like to hear what the Jewish Publication Society, how they have interpreted Psalm 63. I appreciate this effort. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to read from Psalm 63, the, the JPS. JPS. JPS Bible. A Psalm of David, when he was in the wilderness of Judah... O God, thou art my God, earnestly will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and weary land where no water is, so have I looked for thee in the sanctuary to see thy power and thy glory. For thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. So will I bless thee as long as I live, in thy name will I lift up my hands. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth doth praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my couch and meditate on thee in the night watches, for thou hast been my help, and in the shadow of thy wings do I rejoice. My soul cleaveth unto thee, thy right hand holdeth me fast. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the nethermost parts of the earth. They shall be hurled to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. For the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. All right. Yeah, that falls quite along closely with what we've been reading, doesn't it? I didn't take a look at the publication date, but clearly this was back when folks still thought that if you were being honoring of God, you had to do the these and the thous. Yep. So, yeah, yep, yep. yep. Oh, yeah, original copyright, 1917, renewed in 1955. So there we go, Jewish Publication Society, Psalm 63. Well, as we've been going through Psalm 63, we're, we're walking through our paths of righteousness rubric, and so that means today we're thinking along the lines of T, for trust. T for trust. Trusting God. Yeah. Praise on Monday, admonition on Tuesday, trust on Wednesday. And then we'll round out the week with hope and something to share. Something to share on Friday. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So trust. Trust. What in this psalm improves, provokes, encourages, increases, starts you to trust God? My eye is drawn to verse 5 in that view. Uh, my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. And I see the trust here because there is a 
a recognition that even in a time of wilderness, God actually is the source of abundance and that God provides. Um, marrow and fatness is what the New King James says. I think it's yeah, it said the same thing in the JPS, yeah, or fat and abundance. Um, ESV said fat and rich food. Fat and rich food, yeah. Interestingly, that word for fat, fatness, uh, a couple different ways that's used, but two of them that really stand out to me that I think are pretty fascinating uh, is the fact that in Genesis 45 and verse 18, when it was talking about taking them into the best part of the land, I will feed you with the fat of the okay. land. So that, that, that fatness is the idea of getting the best, getting yes. the absolute best, which also then ties into the sacrifices because like in Leviticus 3.16, this is not the only place, but what you often find is that with the sacrifices, they were supposed to take the fat and that was supposed to be burned completely mm -hmm. because the fat, the juiciest, the best part was for the Lord. It was for the Lord, and so that was in the sacrifices was not supposed to go on to the priests. And so here, that richness, that abundance, it's it's the absolute best. And David is talking about, hey, it, I'm having the blessing of God. Mm -hmm. This thing that mm -hmm. the thing that is God's, it, that's what it's like for me when I am praising God, even in the dry times. Yeah, that's trust. Yeah, it is trust, and I'm, so that God I'm provides. Get the best. Yeah, I'm, get the be I'm out in the wilderness. I'm dry. I'm thirsty. There's no water to be had. But I, I know because I am going to be in God's praise, because I am in God's care, because of his steadfast love, here's what I trust. It is as if I have the fatness, the richness. It's, yeah. it's amazing. The provision of God, right? He's, he's not going to let us go without. Yes. Yeah. You have been my help, it says in verse 7. Mm -hmm. You have been my help. Here, is, here he is out in the wilderness. I think this is another reason why I like to see this at the time of Absalom, because that's a kind of time to remember. I remember when I was here in the wilderness before. Mm. I've, I've been in the wilderness before. This is not my first dry time, Lord, and you've been my help. And I realize in the times where I had fullness, in the times where I was not parched, but I was full and I was satiated. It was because of you. You've been my help. It's, it's So you've brought me through the dry times before. When I had the full times, it was because of you. It was because of your blessing. You yeah. have been my help. And so right now I'm in the dry time. And instead of instead of spending all my time wondering why you're not helping the me helping me the way I want to be helped right now, I remember that you are my help. I know you're going to carry me through this. And even if, look, as we said the other day, your steadfast love is better than life. Even, yeah. even if I die of dehydration and hunger, I know I have your love. Which, by the way, if steadfast love is better than life, I think David is intimating that there's more than just this life. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he knew that there's there was something. something greater. Yeah. Even, even if I die, I still have your steadfast love. And that's better than life. I love the you're bringing about reflecting upon God's help and God's help in the past. I I wrote that down on my list as well because in a season of dryness, it is an opportunity for us to reflect upon the help of God. And and I added to that the idea that this is a time for thanksgiving. I know we were talking about praising Him on Monday, uh, but I would add to that thanksgiving and gratitude when we are reflecting upon. God has delivered me in time past. God has helped in time past. God always has provided. Um, and we have difficult seasons. I mean, we, we really do. And it can be easy to forget. We've had difficult times before. In fact, it's a funny thing, but often what we'll do is we will look back and think, oh, the better days 
have all passed us by. I remember the good old days and how it used to be. And now I've come to this wilderness and I'm alone and I'm forsaken. Instead of having the perspective that actually there was plenty of stress in the days gone by. There were challenges in the days gone by. There was heartbreak and disappointment and uh, all those sorts of things in the days gone by. But God was so good. God brought us through that that we kind of forget about those parts. And we think, oh, now it's so awful now. No. God is my help. God has been my help. And I can thank him for that now. We talked yesterday about the early seeking and the late meditation I remember what it says there in verse six, when I remember you upon my bed and mm-hmm. meditate on you. Now, the idea of remember, he's, he's not saying I forgot you and oh, oh yeah, that's right. God, God's there. The idea of remember here is calling to mind when, when it's, when I purposely brought it to mind, but isn't that what we have to do? In the dry times, we have to call God to mind when, when God is, is, always just making himself obvious. I don't have to bring it to mind. He brings it to mind. It's obvious. I'm feeling it. It's there. And we have those times. There are wonderful times like that. But in the dry times, if I'm going to trust God, I have to purposefully bring him to mind. I have to remember him. And sometimes it's like we said yesterday, it's it's in those moments when <laughs> I'm awake right now because stress, worry, right, right. my mind wants to fixate on these other things. And so I have to call to mind. I have to call God to mind. I have to drive those things out and fill God in. Again, that's trust. And how am I going to trust? I'm going to trust God by calling to mind and by remembering. I love verse eight. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. A couple of things there that teach me to trust God and to continue to trust God. There is the recognition of a commitment to God. I follow where you lead. That's who I am. That's the choice that I've made. And it's good to be grounded like that and to remember those kind of commitments in a wilderness season, in a dry time, because maybe there's some doubts creeping in. But I know I am a follower of God. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a Christian. That's not going to change. My soul falls close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. I think about the wonderful providence of God and a general providence that his hand is upholding everything. In him I live and move and have my being. And uh, there is no life apart from him. And uh, we don't maybe all, or I, I shouldn't say we, but I myself probably tend not to think quite that fundamentally about things. But if God ceased to uphold his creation and provide for his creation, then there would be no more creation. There would be no more you and there would be no more me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of perspective that because I woke up, because I'm breathing, even if it is in the wilderness, God's still there, Mm. and he is upholding, and he is providing. The way this whole psalm begins, O God, you are my God. Mm -hmm. In an ancient approach, countries surrounding David, the way the communities and the cultures of that day would look at it is that they would all look around at all the gods that were out there. Sure. And they would say, you know what? You're going to be my God. Oh, no, 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 no. I think I think you're going to be my God. Mm-hmm. And, and well, now that one over there, that's going to be his God. David, he's looking at Yahweh. He says, you're my God. I'm going to surrender 
and commit to you. But here's the amazing thing is as we look at the biblical witness, we understand that this God is actually the only God. This, there is no other. It's not simply most high. It's not simply the one who stands at the head of the council of all the divine beings. I, I know I hear about the divine council, and I know there's some some biblical aspect of that and what that means. But but the whole point as you're walking through these scriptures that God has given to Israel is that, you know what, all those other supposed gods out there, they're not real. In fact, when we get to Paul, Paul's going to call them demons. That, that, that the ones that have any spiritual reality, they're not gods, they're demons. Mm-hmm. And, and as we pursue the idols, and so I want to make sure that I am confessing as God, yes. treating as God, yes. the one who really is God. Yes. And how amazing it is that that God actually allows me to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That God doesn't say, no, no, you're not one of mine. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be one of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, you're this color, so you don't get to be one of mine. You're this socioeconomic class, so you don't get to be one of mine. You speak this language, so you don't get to be one of mine. That's not the way this God works. Not at all. I get to trust God. That being said, I do think there's a point that we have to realize, because we, we take this kind of language sometime, and, and we'll say things like, well, you know, you need to make him your God. Mm. And the reality is Yahweh just is your God. Because he's the only God. Because he's God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is the saying? Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> you may like that or not, but he is your God. He is your God. Now, you may rebel against him, and you may tell him no, and you may try to run and flee, and you may try to hold him at arm's length, but look, he's God. Mm-hmm. He's God, and he's your God, and you don't get to say otherwise, though Though some of us are going to try. Yeah. We need to say along with David, you are my God. Well, and the beauty of our God is that he has created us with a will to choose him or to, to choose against him, and he'll respect that choice. Yeah. But uh, the, the scripture's full of many, many good reasons to trust him, to believe in him. Well, why don't you go ahead and pray to your God, Andrew? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, that we might come to Psalm 63 and to be reminded of many reasons to trust you, to believe in you. That, Father, you even promised to hear our prayers answer them according to your will and always what is the best for us, and we trust you in that. Father, I lift up to you in prayer those who who are having a season of dryness in the wilderness. They feel far from you. I pray, God, that you might uh, fortify their spirits and their faith this day, that you are there and you are upholding us all. Thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.